Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. Happy Friday, y'all. I hope you've had an amazing week and have some fun plans for the weekend. Today's topic has kind of evolved. And as if you recall from previous podcasts, I've talked about my travels over the past three months, being away from California. Now that I'm back, I've had a lot of time to download a lot of things. And I've course through these podcasts, the experiment podcast, because it is all about life and business and how they daily intersect. So uh, this podcast today started out about looking back and how we trip over those thoughts sometimes. And that started with a post that I saw from this place on Instagram called The Pattern. You can find them. It's called at the pattern. And they posted something along the lines of about not looking back because if it should have been, it would have been. And I have a tendency because I'm highly type A, very, I don't want to say critical of myself, but to some degree I can be, I can just be very harsh and uh, my discipline on myself sometimes kind of goes to the extreme. So I try to keep that balanced, but there are times that I look back and I beat myself up over it. So that quote really spoke to me in that moment and it just really resonated. And since then, I've continued to reflect and this podcast (laughs) title is Be Selfish. And that is such a, you know, not popular way of thinking. And I want to debunk that to some degree and here's why. First of all, Let me start with the definition of self, because I really don't understand, honestly, grammatically through the the languaging of things, how selfish got the meaning that it has today. All right. Self is defined as a person's essential being that distinguishes them from others, especially considered as the object of introspection and reflexive action. Okay. Not a thing wrong with that. Now, what is ish. It indicates that someone or something has a quality to a small extent. So large would be large-ish. So you're fairly large. Okay. Well, self-ish means that you're fairly focused on yourself. So it's, I don't get how they came up with that meaning. And again, my purpose in today is I want you to think about being selfish in the context of the thoughts that go through your head and the emotions that you choose every single day. Again, let me get into the story. When I travel, I have the opportunity to be introspective and, you know, reflect back on where I am, where I've been and where I'm going. I'm sure all of you experience that. And For me, I have had some things over the past, well, I've been out in California since 2001. And I can tell you that if I, clearly we all could say this, knew then what I know now, oh my God, my life would be so different. So how is that not something that you look back and go, gosh, you know, but my journey is my journey. The lessons that I've now learned, I definitely am grateful for that I will no longer carry some of the things that I had to learn, you know, especially in the beginning now. But again, I started one of my companies and I am still 
in the process of rebirthing it, truly. And being in LA, the bar is extraordinarily higher, just as it is in New York. So when you're in a place where a lot of people are attracted to, in the sense of wanting to live their best life, the bar gets raised higher versus living in an area where it's okay to just do average basic things. Not that there's anything wrong with that, okay? Like I'm not judging or shaming. I'm just saying there's just a different energy in LA, say, versus I was in Hilton Head, you know, I was in Kentucky. There's just, there's a different energy in both spaces. I can slow down in Hilton Head. I send an email to somebody, they don't reply for two weeks. It's just a different uh, method of operating. One is not better than the other. One is not right and one is not wrong. But being in this atmosphere for me, and which is why I'm attracted to it, because I, hello, I started Live Excellence for a reason, because I feel like we are all here to live our utmost best life. Okay, so long story short, I was beating myself up and thinking about, well, if this would have been this way, then uh, it would have been great because this is what would be going on right now. Like, who am I? As if that really, anyway, if it should have been, then it would have been, right? So like it literally just cut that thought process off for me. And then again, as I started doing a little more introspection and thought process through this, what I realized is I have, well, I'm a Scorpio, y'all. Y'all know that. I'm highly passionate. That's why people are like, you're so intense. I know, I like being intense. I feel things at like extreme levels. So, but what I've learned in this past, literally this past week is that I get to choose how I feel and so do you. And y'all, that sounds so basic. Literally in that moment that I saw that quote on Instagram, let's talk about your now, now, okay? So, Every second of every day is your new now. That moment that I was pondering the past and what could have been and reminiscing and bleh, bleh, throw up, throw up, um, I <laughs> saw the quote and immediately my energy shifted. My Like I sat up straight. I was in my car actually. And I was like, oh my God, the light just shined down on me. And that moment... I changed how I felt. And not only in the moment, but about my view of the past and what was going through my head at the time and physically. So Dr. Jill Taylor Bolte, I cannot believe that I just remembered that. Anyway, she had a stroke. She was a a brain scientist, doctor, whatever. And she had a stroke, literally documented the entire process of what the stroke felt like as she was going through it. And long story short, she could tell you that like when people would walk into her hospital room, she could feel their energy. Because of course, at that moment in time, her entire body was hyper, hypersensitive. So if you've ever heard the quote, be responsible for the energy that you bring into the room, that's where that came from from her book and that process that she experienced. And what she has proven through 
all of that that she went through is that your feeling, what you feel goes through your body, your nervous system in 90 seconds. So literally in 90 seconds, I went from feeling like crap about myself and some things to reading that post from the pattern and shifting my entire existence. Hopefully that gives a little more depth to you have a choice to feel how you feel. So think about when you are in a situation and you're anything but happy. You have control over any mood, any emotion that you're feeling by the attention you give to that subject. So The subject that I was giving attention to was, well, what if this would have happened? Or, you know, if this would have been continued on, then this is where things would be now. Well, that didn't feel very good. What feels great is what I'm doing right now. The effort that I'm putting in right now and where I'm going with everything. That feels way better to talk about than to think about what could have been that didn't happen because it shouldn't have happened. I literally was feeling sorry for myself and I now have this tool that I want to pass on to you that I learned online and when I'm feeling sorry for myself, because we all do, I have started, Mel Robbins started the five second rule because she had lost her job, had, you know, like everything was just, it was in the crash and all of that stuff was going on for her and she has proven through our frontal cortex that five, four, three, two, one, go. I've kind of extended that and started 17, 16, 15, and started the process of, okay, well, like I said, everything's great. I went from thinking about crappy things to thank you, the pattern, for that quote, for shocking me out of my negative thought process, unproductive process, that I was not filtering because I was just being undisciplined with my mind. And by the time I get to one, I've forgotten what it was that I was being, and I'm in the new now, my now now, like I said. (laughs) I wanna also address about venting. I have always felt that talking things out, regurgitating things, et cetera, is healthy. And clearly, there are a lot of people that make a whole lot of money and we all need to process things differently. So there's, again, I'm not telling you how to do this, but I do want to give you a perspective to think about. When you are venting, i.e. the conversation that I was having in my head, I was venting to myself about things that had gone on and what could have been if this would have happened, et cetera, that is venting. So when I am venting, whether it's internally or verbally through my vocabulary, as you can see, I'm not even really talking about the subject. I'm just giving you a reference because I could vent on here, but what's the point? Because when you vent, you're actually practicing that emotion. You are affirming through your negative regurgitation of whatever it is that you're talking about, and continuing that energy, that emotion forward, moving it from now to your now now. Listen, I know that there are horrible things that happen. My father contracted COVID on a mission trip to Louisiana in October, and I had choices to make mentally. 
I had zero control over the outcome of what his body was going to do with the virus. But I had control over my thought process. In the process of dealing with that, being in California, in lockdown, not able to see my dad, not able to be there for my mother, I was also dealing with my dog being a 13 years, being very sick and riding that roller coaster of thinking he had recovered. And then two weeks later, it was awful. So I don't want you to think that I am sugarcoating this by any means. I want you to know that I am practicing this on the regular. And I want to give you a way of looking at this. So because we can all get into some really dark places, I totally understand that. But If you feel like, and I'm going to reference a dog, this is hilarious. If you feel like, okay, there's just, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, or maybe you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Think about this. Your negativity and the negativity literally of everything that's going on in the earth right now is like a small flea on a large dog. The dog representing the well-being that is God, the well-being that is who we are at the core of each and every one of us. That ridiculous flea is the negativity, the the bad thoughts, the the depression. Decide which one you wanna look at. Do you wanna look at the flea or do you wanna look at the dog? You can also compare it, being in California, to riding a wave. I took up surfing many years ago and I am petrified of the ocean. Literally, when my sister and I were, I want to say 12, maybe 13, maybe I was 13, we went to Florida for spring break with my family, and we're in St. Augustine, which is just north of Daytona, and my sister and I were out in the ocean, jumping the waves, there was a riptide, which we didn't know, so of course we were getting pulled out, and then the next thing we knew, we could no longer jump the waves, so we panicked, and The tide was pretty strong and had pulled us over towards the pier, which was surrounded by rocks. So here's a perfect example of venting. You're going to start to feel the emotions that we felt. So I'm bringing the past into the present. All right. But the purpose of me doing this is to clarify my point. By the time that we got towards the rocks, we were pretty sliced up from the coral, etc. So here's your choice. You can be the flea, focus on the flea. You can focus on the story that I told you and you will be pummeled, pummeled. As I was sitting in my car, thinking about the past until I saw that quote from the pattern. I was being pummeled mentally, like, you know, in a, in a dryer, just being whacked, 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 whacked on the head multiple times over stuff that's irrelevant. So decide to get on the surfboard I had a longboard and ride the wave. Just ride it out. Pummeling is not fun. Getting sliced by coral on the rocks is not fun, but you get to choose. And I went to, gosh, I was in Nashville. So this would have been 1999. Um, I went to a Christian women's event and there was a lady there who had gone through horrific things in her life. And she said, I give myself 15 minutes to have a pity party and then I move on. And she said, if it's extremely bad, maybe 30 minutes, but otherwise move 
on. And this is what the now, now is about. If you are sitting here saying, but Laura, but Laura, you have to ask yourself, as did I, why am I clinging to something that is not in my current moment? It's the past. It doesn't exist anymore. So be selfish and focus on you in the now, now, and how you feel because you focusing on that massive dog riding the wave is the best medicine, not only for yourself, but for everybody around you. Shine your light. Decide to not focus on the flea. Decide that you're tired of being pummeled, that venting is no longer serving you, and count down to find your joy in, if it's for one second, you have won. I know that these are not like massively practical tips, but this is just me being raw, transparent, and accountable for life and sharing the tips that I am benefiting from. So go be your awesome self and have a fabulous weekend. And until next time, be awesome. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Dowdy underscore L-E for live excellence. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you.